everybody. Welcome to another episode of Live, Work, Play, your guide to doing those very things in Northwest Arkansas. I thought what we'd do today is have a conversation about some of those things that make Northwest Arkansas distinct. And so Ben and I are going to sit down and and just chat for a while. It's going to be uh, a fantastic conversation about many of the ways in which Northwest Arkansas is unlike anywhere else on the planet that I know of. And so you stay around. We've got some uh, messages from our sponsor coming up right now, and Ben and I'll be back in a moment. This episode of Live, Work, Play is brought to you by Woodridge Interactive. Woodridge is proud to be a leading e-commerce solutions provider conveniently located in and serving Northwest Arkansas. Whether you need rich media, SEO writing, product photos, or an experienced e-commerce partner to manage your entire e-commerce portfolio, Woodridge Interactive is here to help you thrive on .com. For all your e-commerce needs, look to Woodridge Interactive, where we keep our promises so you can keep yours. All right, and we are back. So, Ben, what I thought we'd do today is discuss some of the adapting that I've noticed that uh, I, or in the case of my family, we, have experienced as we've relocated to Northwest Arkansas. And so for context, about six and a half months ago, my family and I moved from Southern California where we'd lived really our entire lives. And so we've had now a bit of time to become aware of some of the ways that Northwest Arkansas is unlike where we formerly lived. And really that's all we have to compare it to. And I kind of think we're in this, um, Uh, special season where we are not so uh, integrated into Northwest Arkansas that we don't still see some of the things that are distinctive about it and just become, you know, like nose blind to it to, to just go like, Oh yeah, of course it's that way. Isn't it that way everywhere Uh, that we can still look at and go, Hey, that is unique and distinct and, and different. And, you know, as we talk about that, I want to be really clear on this. I'm not talking one's better or one's worse or one's right or one's wrong, just that it's different. And I guess what I'd compare it to is like we all have our favorite pizza place, but that might not be our only pizza place. We may say, hey, if I'm going to get a deep dish, I'm going here. Or if I want uh, spicy, uh, this place down the street does something great that may not be my favorite pizza, but not one better, not one worse, just different, really up to preference. And, you know, well, well, I think we've got an interesting opportunity, Ben, you too share um, in, in having a specific context in which you understand Northwest Arkansas, maybe uniquely from how we do. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Northwest Arkansas to me is home. Um, I've lived here 21 years now we moved here when I was in elementary school uh, in 2000 from a vastly different uh, cultural area of the country. I moved here from Long Island, New York. Um, Lived here for 21 years, went to college here, um, started my career here, and then um, a few years ago moved to Dallas um, and lived in Dallas proper for almost three years. 
and then decided it was it was time to come home. Our my family's here, my wife's family's here. Um, there are opportunities here. So yeah, with that in mind, I think that's a great place to start. Just chewing through some of the things that are distinctive. And what I thought we'd do is I'll throw it out and we just kind of discuss and see see where it goes. So, and the first thing that I that I wrote down is uh, acclimating to a very different sports fandom because um, where where we were um, in Southern California having access to a lot of local um, professional sporting in really every um, every league or every type of sport that you would want. There was, there was a major league soccer team. There were multiple hockey teams. There were multiple professional baseball teams. Um, as we were leaving, football was coming back to Southern California. Um, but you had, you had tremendous access to that. So when you, when you ask someone, hey, you know, do you follow sports? What sports do you follow? What teams do you follow? Did you go to the game this weekend? You had no idea. Did you go to what game? Because there could be um, so many different options. Yeah, it was it was very much a did you watch? Did you watch? What did you watch last night? It wasn't even did you watch the game? It was which game did you watch? Um, and so trying to keep up on that. Obviously, whereas, a challenge. Whereas a Sunday here, you walk into church and someone says, "Hey, you catch the game last night." There were 150 yeah. other college football games on on Saturday, and you know exactly but, which one they're asking but about. But they are asking specifically about that Arkansas game, absolutely. And so, even even the first time we visited, driving through neighborhoods and realizing that people were flying Razorback flags prominently. It, you know, and having to wrap your brain around like nobody's flying a Cowboys flag. Some people are. Very few people are flying Cowboys flags. Very few people are flying a Major League Baseball team flag. Very few people are flying a professional base, a professional basketball flag, because to fly the Razorback flag is fairly all encompassing and super efficient, right? Because I can buy my Razorback gear. And it is pretty much year-round baseball or basketball or football or track team or, you know, anything that you could have an interest in following, uh, you're still appropriately outfitted to do so. And and to fly a Razorback flag year-round, there's someone or something to to be cheering for. And so, yeah, I see a huge, Distinctive in Northwest Arkansas that there is a there's a fan base that you can immediately attach to. Um, so another another thing that I find um, that my family has had to adapt to, really I've had to adapt to, uh, is driving and navigation in Northwest Arkansas. And so I'll say I'll say a couple things kind of on both sides of this. Again, not better, not worse, just different. When it comes to driving, people are so much more hospitable um, regionally. I think uh, the closest thing to the uh, tension and animosity of Southern California driving that I've experienced is about quarter to eight in Bentonville when uh, 
you know, you're trying to merge and that person is uh, dead set on not acknowledging that you're there. Like they're not looking your way. They're staring straight ahead. It's just not. And Neil hasn't even seen quarter to quarter to eight in Bentonville with Walmart traffic since 95% of the Walmart home offices working from home right now. Yeah. And that's true. And I'm just, I'm really curious about what a home office return looks like and what, uh, what that does to congestion. Cause just this week watching, um, school go back, um, added a significant crunch. Turned my five minute drive into a nightmare. I thought you were going to say turned your five minute drive into a nine minute drive, and that you were all bent out of it. And I went from I, I realistically, I probably went from an eight minute drive to a twelve minute drive, uh, and that makes a difference. Oh, and that's why you've been so ornery this week. Absolutely. Oh, see. Okay, now with that said, um, another thing that we've had to in the in the realm of driving and navigation had to acclimate to is uh, the uh, propensity, the volume of streets that are referred to by multiple designations. We get bored over here, man. Dude, that there must be some city planners who are like, hey, you guys, watch. Here's what we're well, going to do. What I will say, I will say, the because the, what Neil's referring to is Walnut turning into Walton. What he's referring to in is... Part, in is part. In 8th Street and Eight. Rogers being 71B. Uh, Hudson being 14th. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that a majority of those are, they change names once they hit city lines. City lines, exactly. And so, and so obviously the whereas, joke is... Whereas 71B is obviously through everything. Yes. And, yes. and used to be the main highway in and out of town before, Abs- before absolutely. 49, which... Have you ever heard of 49 referred to as 540? Yes. So 49 was See? 540 until... Fairly recently, they, they combined it with... Um, a highway system that runs south into Shreveport and north into Kansas City. Uh-huh. And it went from a standalone 540 to Interstate 49. So it got promoted. A little bit, yeah. Little bit. yeah, like, yeah. Kind of like that's probably Absolutely. A, that's I mean, a simple way to say it. Yeah. But it, it, it worked its way into the interstate system. Yes, and and I would say yes. You you you've hit it in part that that Walton and Walnut found a way to to meet up as the cities grew out and grew together, which I which I get. All right, I will give that. Um, and uh, you you mentioned Hudson and Fourteenth grew out together. Um, it's it it boggles my mind, um, and I'm and I'm having to acclimate, having to adjust to it. You know, that there's a point on 14th that is also State Route 12 and State Route 94 and Highway 62. And so depending on who you talk to, uh, when you say, hey, how am I going to, you know, I'm, I'm looking to go, well, you're going to take, and and they start throwing numbers at you that you have no frame of reference to. And again, I think some of it comes to how long have they been here? What was the prevailing way that street was referred to when they Started what Neil here. is saying here, city planners, please talk to each other. Oh man, and state folk, like let's just all get together and uh, decide what that route's going to be, and let's let it be. Um, and that's probably it's probably a big ask. And I would have to imagine watching this community grow that there's going to be um, more of that. Some of that is just the um, burden of a community that's growing. Yeah. Rather rapidly. Well, and, and another issue that that I've found is in Rogers, at least, there are houses that are in different neighborhoods that have the same address. 
No way. With the same zip code. Oh, we're we're toast. My I'm, my parents my parents' house is like that. And so, like, if you type their address into Google Maps or Apple Maps or whatever, it takes you to a neighborhood about a mile down the street. That's not good. No, no. So, city planners, Rogers, if you're listening, please help us figure out how to fix this. Because eventually, like, somebody has to give up their address, right? And you, you that's think probably um, that's probably because again, this is the house words. my parents moved into in 2000, and then. Probably five to ten years ago, they, they built a new neighborhood out west of them, and same address. Oh, that's that's wild. Yeah, that's that's wild. Um, and now now even even the hope that I had that Google wouldn't fail me, I'm now I'm now concerned about. If you ever invite Neil over to dinner and he doesn't show up, he's he's lost. He's at the other uh, address that bears your your same numbers. Um, that's. That's not good. That's not good. But yes, I I would say by and large driving around here is is less um, frustrating, less difficult. But there are also those moments where you're like, I just don't I don't know where I'm going. And that's probably true of anybody who's moving to a to a new community. And what I find super interesting, I think you and I've spoken about this before to some degrees, Ben is depending on when somebody moved here and became you know acclimated and local to the area that is still how they refer to you know destinations oh, and stuff like that like I, street names have been changed i-49 is 540 to people who have been here longer than five to ten years yeah um sixth street in fayetteville is um it's now called mok but to locals it's still sixth street yeah. Um, depending on where you are in the area, 71B is 8th Street. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's... Yeah. It is what it is, right? And there's a... I have no explanation for it. No, no. It's it's beyond our scope. It's just something uh, to be aware of. And if you're in the area, that it's a distinctive. Uh, a, how a, you navigate and how, how streets are referred to is a, unique here. In a couple of weeks, we'll have a city planner on to uh, explain all of this for us. Oh, gosh. We need to set that up. Live Work Play is hosted by Neil Harris, engineered by Ben Schmuck, and produced by Woodridge Interactive.